Buenos dias desde el Puchet. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 26th of August, 2021. We'll let you know what's happening in Argentina for the week, every single week. Some positive news coming from the industrial world today. This week, Argentina advanced its plans to build two nuclear power plants in a bid to reduce its emissions of greenhouse gases in compliance with the Paris Agreement. Two projects, one with Chinese technology, another with Canadian support, could double energy output for the next 15 years. Argentina is also looking to reopen the heavy water plant in Neoquen, which was deactivated a few years ago during the previous administration. That plant produced substances important in running a nuclear power plant. So as long as they can figure out what to do with the waste and they are well built, score one for the environment today. Unfortunately, these actions may not be enough to fight climate change. According to a new report from Climate Central, various parts of the Entre Rios and of Buenos Aires province will remain underwater within 80 years. These projections show that rising sea levels near Buenos Aires' coastal zone will flood places like La Plata, Campana, Zarate, and other cities on the coast down to Mar del Plata. Also into the category of new ventures, economic activity grew almost 10% in the first half of 2021 compared to previous years. Fishing and construction led the rise in activity with financial intermediation and agriculture recording declines. The loosening COVID-19 restrictions since early June positively impacted the economy. On Monday the 23rd, Argentina received more than $4 billion U.S. billion thanks to the IMS Special Drawing Rights Program. This raised the central bank's international reserves to their highest amount in three years, a resource that will surely be used to calm the exchange market in the lead-up to the midterm elections. This past week, candidates traveled across their potential constituencies looking for votes. Most events, Argentina's former president, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner and Mauricio Macri, were at each other's throats, so it seems that Argentina's looking back, rather than looking forward. The opposition continued to criticize the First Lady's birthday party last year in violation of quarantine. According to judicial sources, President Fernandez will be formally accused by the courts with violating his own COVID-19 quarantine rules. Although he claims there was no crime, the president is working on a strategy to face these charges. His lawyer said he plans to follow his moral duty by donating part of his salary to an entity like the Malbran Institute. All this lack of professionalism may explain why over the past months, overseas bonds issued by provinces have outperformed their sovereign counterparts. While in most countries, the debt from the federal government is considered to be the safest investment, provincial bonds in Argentina are faring better. Speaking of things that are a little tough to understand, a fugitive from justice was arrested at a campaign rally in his hometown in Formosa province, where he was running for town council. Hmm. Also hard to believe, citizens in the district of Tigre are complaining about the world's largest rodents, called capibras, locally known as carpinchos, killing pet dogs and causing traffic accidents. However, specialists claim that these animals are far from being aggressive and that even though they breed rapidly and may have increased in numbers recently, capibaras are incapable of harming pets or children. So if you live in Tigre, rest assured that these animals will cause no harm. On that note about increasing numbers, President Fernandez announced that a new national census will take place next year in May. This national survey is normally carried out once every decade, but its 2020 edition has been delayed due to the pandemic. The president said the results of the survey will shape state policies to come and that new technologies would allow for part of the process to be carried out online. 
So you may want to abstain from a trip abroad in May 2022 when it will take place. Speaking of which, the government is considering reopening the borders to foreign tourists next month. Fully vaccinated tourists in neighboring countries would be the first, followed by the rest of the world if everything goes well. Also, as of this Tuesday, the 24th, Argentines who travel to Spain will no longer have to comply with the 10-day isolation the government of Spain has imposed for people traveling from Africa and to some Latin American countries. In other news coming from Spain, the country donated 400,000 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, which arrived in Argentina on Sunday the 22nd. The shipment was part of a total of 7.5 million doses donated by Spain to other Ibero-American countries via the World Health Organization's COVAX scheme. On Tuesday the 24th, Argentina also received another 250,000 doses of the much-needed second shot of Sputnik. On the same day, Health Minister Carla Bisotte announced that the first shipment of 580,000 Pfizer shots will arrive in Buenos Aires in September with another 20 million doses to follow by the end of December via weekly deliveries. The country has now reached 47 million doses of COVID vaccines in total. Meanwhile, Science Minister Roberto Salvaresa said that the projects are advancing with the first Argentine COVID vaccine. At least one will begin clinical trials on humans next year, with others potentially in the pipeline. The most advanced one is being developed at the San Martin University with researchers from CONICET, the National Science Council. Even with the threat that Delta variant poses, COVID cases have decreased by 85% compared to its peak in May with a daily average of 6,000. Intensive care hospitalizations and fatalities have also been decreasing for 13 consecutive weeks. If all goes well, the sport and tourism minister, Matthias Lamens, said fans will be able to return to the football stadium in late September or early October. Initially, sporting venues would be limited to 30% capacity. In a bid to reactivate the tourism industry, the government also authorized the reopening of Antarctic cruises as of the 20th of October. If you're wondering whether you need a permit to use public transportation in Buenos Aires, the answer is no. Since last Tuesday, the 24th, anyone can take the bus, subway, or train, even if they're not an essential worker. Total capacity now stands at 80, 80%. Another place that's opening up is the American pizza chain Spado. According to the Minister of Productive Development, Matthias Kulfas, the company plans to open 35 stores with an estimated investment of 15 million pesos, around 80,000 U.S. dollars for each location. For the first store, which will open on Corriente Street in the city of Buenos Aires, the firm has hired 45 people. Before we go, those of you planning a summer trip may want to look into the government's Previaje program. The plan is based on a 50% credit Credit towards the advanced purchase of tourist services such as flights, hotels, and other activities through the end of the ne- next year. That means that if you book a hotel for December, you may be eligible to get 50% of the cost back as credit that you can then use at any tourist spot in 2022. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review. So tell us your thoughts and ideas and how you found out about us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos.